Chapter 19 of the Boy Scouts Through the Big Timber. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Shasta, Oakland, California. The Boy Scouts Through the Big Timber by Herbert Carter. Chapter 19 Another Shock He was a bustard, just as you said, Alan, Giraffe remarked uneasily after they had examined the imprint of those feet, showing the marks of the long, cruel claws. A grizzly, I reckon, Step Hen ventured. Yes, and I think he must have been hurt some, because he seemed to drag his left hind leg a little. Perhaps Bumpus plugged him, Giraffe suggested, just as though he were speaking of some celebrated forest ranger, accustomed to meeting up with these terrors of the Rockies, rather than a fat scout who up to recently had been looked upon by most of his comrades as something of a joke. No, Bumpus was some distance away right here, Alan continued. There's no sign of blood, so we know from that the injury was not a fresh one. And besides, whoever heard of a full-grown grizzly running away from a dozen human enemies after being shot and wounded, much less from a single foe, and he a boy? You're right, Alan commented the scoutmaster. Reckon it does look that way, Giraffe admitted. There was one good trait about the tall scout, no matter how strong an opinion he might have on any subject. Once convinced of the error of his thinking, and Giraffe would own up to his mistake most cheerfully. So, right here, Step Hen broke in, Bumpus was on the run, a chasin' fast after that limpin' grizzly. Say, Giraffe, he was in your class of cripples, because Alan says it was his left hind leg that was hurt. Well, I ain't got but one left leg, so that makes all the difference, the tall scout hastened to announce. I wonder, began Step Hen, and then paused as though hardly daring to frame his thoughts in words. "'We're all doing that,' remarked Alan. "'How did it end?' Thad remarked, straining his eyes to look ahead. "'Say, wouldn't it be just great now,' Giraffe broke out with, "'if we'd just come up with Bumpus a-squattin' in the crotch of a tree, "'all his ammunition fired away, and that old bear, sittin on his haunches below awaitin for him to come down i'd like to see it said step hen making a suggestive gesture with his gun i'd try to drive a few dumb dumb bullets into his hulkin old carcass but perhaps bumpus mightn't be so smart about gettin up in a tree when a wounded bear was charging him giraffe ventured to remark 
all of them had a painful recollection of that other episode when bumpus rashly discharged his ten-bore marlin at the monster and would have been caught trying to climb a tree only for the help he received from one of his comrades but bumpus doesn't make the same mistake twice i notice said thad firmly and if he fired at this bear i'm pretty sure he first of all had a tree picked out that he could climb all right i warrant you he did thad giraffe added they were all of them only too eager to believe the best the very thought of bumpus after all the good work he had been doing meeting such a dreadful fate as being torn to pieces by a bear was something they tried to banish from their minds as incredible nevertheless in spite of all this outward display of confidence they continued to cast eager glances ahead as they pushed on giraffe about this time remembered that there were others also interested in the fate of the lone scout i see hank and pierre are keeping right along he remarked yes replied allan thinking this was really a question maybe they think a nice bearskin wouldn't be a bad article to have even if it is the off-season for furs giraffe added more'n likely step hen broke in with they reckon as how they'd better keep along so as to bury what's left of our poor chum and claim his rifle and other belongings as salvage let's hope then they'll meet up with the greatest disappointment of their lives thad hastened to remark shivering at the cruel picture the words of step hen presented to his mind listen they all came to a standfill when giraffe called out every year was strained in the attempt to catch a sound that might be a cry for help or the distant report of a gun guess it must have been that old crow calling himself hoarse over yonder in that tree giraffe finally admitted thought it was somebody calling us to halt sure i did thad seems like you were mistaken was all the scoutmaster remarked as once again the march was resumed perhaps he didn't overtake the old bear after all step hen broke out with a couple minutes later well he was following the trail all right when he got here allan asserted with a positive way that seemed convincing but you said at first he saw the bear when he took to running i thought he did replied the trail hunter but since then i've come to the conclusion i was wrong still you can see that he kept on for bear bumpus and the two men are written in the tracks as plain as print yes that's so allan but there don't seem to be any sign of life ahead here what's the matter with you old eagle eye just look beyond and see if you can discover our brave chum up in a tree somewhere thus appealed to and complimented 
rather than otherwise by the title which step hen had thrust upon him giraffe did stretch his long neck and scan the region ahead don't see him waving to us up in one of those trees the other asked nixie returned the one with the keen vision a shade of disappointment perceptible in his voice i can see heaps of trees and perhaps there might be a boy sittin up in one of the same but if he's waving to us i don't get on to his wave but hold on oh then you do see something cried step hen pulling back the hammer of his repeating rifle eagerly not in a tree replied giraffe cautiously something in his manner perhaps in his paling face as well gave thad a nervous chill as for himself he had not discovered anything amiss but perhaps his range of vision was more limited than that of the tall scout or possibly he did not chance to be looking in the same direction where then asked step hen er on the ground replied the other slowly and soberly is do you think it's bumpus demanded step hen also losing his color i don't know there's a little bush in the way and i can't see very well giraffe added but does it move any giraffe the horrified step hen asked don't seem to one bit all the time i've been keeping my eye on the same oh my stars step hen could not command his voice to say more he kept staring in a general direction ahead as though he could see what attracted the notice of the chum who had the telescopic eyes but thad was not so easily satisfied show me where you mean giraffe he said grimly if there was any unpleasant duty to be performed thad brewster could be depended on to go about it without flinching he would have made a fine soldier because discipline was so much part of his nature there follow those three trees that run as straight as a line as if some surveyor had planted the same for rangefinders do you see that light bunch of scrub just beyond all right look just to the left and i see it said thad quietly a dozen seconds of dreadful suspense followed then step hen who had managed to recover his lost breath broke forth with is it bumpus thad i don't believe so replied the scoutmaster steadily and it could easily be seen that he must have just been under a terrible strain what makes you say that i'm asking for information but all the same i'm awful glad to hear you make that remark giraffe observed in the first place it doesn't seem to be the color of our chum's clothes thad began and then on the other hand it's certainly too big to be him guess you hit the nail on the head there thad giraffe hastened to declare now that i look closer i reckon it is just too big 
maybe it's only a rock after all or an old stump suggested step hen maybe it is replied the tall scout meekly for his feelings had been so recently torn by conflicting hopes and fears that he was in no mood for argument let's push forward and see suggested allan trail seems to lead that way don't it thad mentioned when they had been moving along swiftly for a few minutes yes and we'll soon know the worst because unless i'm much mistaken the thing is lying just at the other side of them bushes they're thicker here you see and we won't be able to tell what it's doing till after we get around the same giraffe had a habit of talking at a lively pace when wishing to keep his heart from betraying his nervousness it was somewhat on the principle that a boy whistles as loud as he can when passing a country graveyard half a minute later and in a bunch the four scouts turned a flank movement around the bushes step hen and giraffe almost dropped with sheer astonishment and had to actually sustain each other no wonder when before them they saw the motionless form of a huge bear it had evidently been shot in a dozen places end of chapter nineteen